Dan. Just us. <laughs> Getting used to this, right? Just two of us. Just two of us. <laughs> That's the new name of this show, by the way, because it's either me and Chris or me and you. But it's just the two of us. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, but I have a question for you, Dan. Okay. Sure. All right. If you could kill a celebrity to bring back a celebrity, oh. who would you kill, and who would you bring back? Wow. That is that is the, one of the most intense questions you've ever asked to open this show, um, and I'm gonna have to try to do some thinking on the spot here. Oh gosh, um, damn. The first celebrity that comes back to mind to, or one of the first that comes back to bring back, is Robin Williams. Mm. I was a huge, huge Robin Williams fan. Um, and taken from us too soon, naturally. I have been quoting his movies like my entire life. Um, and to think that we missed out on some more of those uh, is is rough. I'm trying to think if anybody else comes to mind that I'd bring back before I get into murdering somebody. Dude, that's um, a good point. I didn't think about that. Like we missed out on some like either good or bad, Rob, like either one. Rob yeah, yeah, movies. right. Because you know he would have signed like a huge deal with one of these streaming services. And like when someone does that, you don't really like it's hit or miss. (laughs) Yes, yes, right. Hit or miss. And we would have gotten some like weird uh, Robin Williams movies or some good ones and some bad ones. We we missed out (laughs) on a lot of Robin Williams content, I feel like. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, whether the serious stuff, the comedic stuff, even some of his stand up, there was some missed out there man i'm trying to think if i have like a vendetta against a particular celebrity this is this is a tough one do you have you have anybody i I feel like you've got got one absolutely i have (laughs) one i'll think about it because and the reason i thought about this is because i heard this question on like a random morning show like 104.3 or something and then same day find out that paul rudd sexiest man alive i hate paul rudd can't stand paul rudd hate paul rudd (laughs) i would kill paul rudd (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i'm bringing back juice world give me juice world back oh, in my life that's a great i'm pick. killing paul rudd i'm bringing back juice world I, I, I just why people like paul rudd i still for the life of me don't understand so that's a really great pick yeah um people sexiest man I'm like get the i just get out of here like I, I yeah no i i agree with you that and i'm a paul rudd fan and chris and i have defended paul yes. rudd on this podcast many times before but that probably not something that award that he should be winning we really no. is, is the list running out already or can I we give so. it to somebody else again <laughs> so we can be a duplicate winner there um you saying juice world though made me think of mac miller mm. um, and bringing back mac miller um even though i mentioned robin williams those those two would be tough to pick between oh you really got me stumped on the who i want to who i want to kill donald trump there you go oh, done boom okay done. <laughs> if you want to call if we can say that he's a celebrity still <laughs> end this madness <laughs> i was just in the south and the people that still believe that that man is our president is unbelievable there are bumper stickers signs yard signs like get with reality people come on 
it's just like let it go like it's right. over let it yeah. go let it go like honestly oh, so just just for that sake because i'd like to drive through our own country and not have to be like where where are we what's going on here come on so there you go. so kill donald trump bring back mac miller so does that mean we have to put donald trump on the playlist oh <laughs> we might have to now that's too perfect that sets up too perfect yeah you know? i guess that's what we have to do well let's get it started what's up it's the brunch breakdown it's dan and oh it's Didi out here in los angeles dan in pittsburgh Wish. and chris is uh on his way to wisconsin uh with a pregnant wife super pregnant wife and yeah a one-year-old prayers to you chris prayers. because i had to T's drive two hours to palm springs in the same predicament and like we stopped a lot. You got nine hours to go, bro. So Godspeed. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. Best of luck to you. I, I'm going to, I'm going to bring that up here after my uh, chess segment as a little bit of teaser here about uh, road trips in general. So, but yeah, T's and P's to Chris. Hope he's listening to this on the way and enjoys yes. it. Hopefully he'll make the drive go a little quicker. <laughs> well, today on the show, we're going to be talking about love cloud, Las Vegas. And I cannot wait to talk all about that if you don't know what it is. Uh, Taylor Swift's 10-minute all too well. Uh, Emilio Estevez is uh, another one of these people who don't want to get vaccinated for COVID. So he got kicked off the Mighty Ducks uh, reboot. So we're going to be talking about that. We got brunch court. We've got a lot of things today. We've got what we're listening to, Bruise Day, and so much more. But let's get it started. Dan, tell everybody where they can find the brunch breakdown. That's right. My favorite part of the episode every single time. You can find the Brunch Breakdown anywhere you listen to podcasts, anywhere you're listening right now, plus these other places, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, new episodes every Thursday. We realize this is coming to you a day late on Friday this week. We were off last week. Thank you for your patience. We're back, baby. Uh, but typically, every Thursday, uh, new episodes coming to you on your streaming device. Hit follow, hit subscribe, let those episodes come to you each and every week. Full video episodes also available on our YouTube and our Facebook pages. Those premiere at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and available on demand anytime you want on both of those uh, platforms as well. Speaking of Facebook, just one of the many social medias that we're on, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok, follow us, follow us, follow us. We follow you back at Brunch Breakdown. Beautiful. Follow us. We'll follow you back. I love it, Dan. Yes. All right. I will get us started. It's now Bruise Day. Let's uh, let's have a couple. And this is an oldie but a goodie. And there's there's a reminder here for you guys. Okay. Bringing this out. Taco truck logger. Brought this out in the summer. I love this. And we're having tacos tonight. So I brought out the taco truck logger. Right. And I love, I love this it. Dust Bowl Brewing Company here in California. I love this thing. And I want to just tell people a little something while I open this up. Right. There are a lot of Mexican loggers out there. There are a lot. And beer is a beer from all over the place. is just like, I don't know, becoming readily available wherever you live. So I understand. I love Corona. I love Pacifico. You know, I, like I love Modelo. But like, try some, if you see a different one, try it. That's all I'm saying. There's just a lot of different Mexican loggers out there. And I just want people to try some different ones. That's all. But I'm not saying you have to quit your Pacifico. I haven't quit Pacifico. I haven't quit it. But I'm just letting you know, you know, there's more Mexican loggers out there than Corona. Just venture out if you can. 
That's great advice, man. And I feel like with Mexican lagers, they're one of the few, you know, specific types of beer that you can screw up, but there are still a lot of different tastes and varieties to it. Right. Mm -hmm. That it's not like I like stouts, but I, you know, stouts are so broad and I realized we're talking, I didn't specific. So it's a certain type of stouts. It's a certain type of lager, but there are variants to it. And I think if you like one of them, you typically will enjoy the others as well. Um, they're all kind of in that same family. So yeah, venture out, please venture out. And that's, that's good advice to try yeah. to try out some new ones. Yeah. I will never stop drinking Pacifico. But no, I and you shouldn't. And you right. shouldn't. And that's the thing. You should not stop drinking Pacifico. I always have Pacifico yeah. at my house. It's just, you know, you see it and it's like, sometimes I'm like, oh, why don't I just give this one a try? Because there are just a yeah. lot of Mexican lagers out there. And I feel like for everyone listening, they're just, they're, it's so easy to, it's, we're in a time where you can find beer from all over the place and wherever you have a six pack shop or wherever you're going. So like, you know, just, just venture out, you know? If you don't like it, amen go back. That. Amen, to, amen to that. <laughs> well, uh, any type of uh, specialty taco tonight? Just rolling with regular beef tacos. Got any avocado? Oh, one? carne you know, asada. Cooking up carne asada oh. tacos. Dude, let um, me let me book a flight real quick. I'll be dude. right there. Just hang on for me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a, there's like a there's an like you you make you can make them in the crock pot. You just have to get you have to get like better steak. I'm not saying you need to get filet mignon. I'm just saying you have to get like. Steak that is like decent, right? Throw them in the crock pot. Let it be in there for like 10 hours, like with all the stuff. And so it's like you're putting, you know, you put your diced tomatoes in there, put your lime juice in there, put a bunch of stuff in there, um, taco seasoning, all that stuff. And then it's just in there for a long time. And then once you, you just put the tongs in there and you just freaking separate it. And it's freaking amazing. And it's own little juices and it's just incredible Ooh. just telling you that's that's the way you got it that's the, that is the easy way to do it i'm sure there's i know there's other ways to do it but like that is the easy way to make like an amazing carne asada taco in your house oh, and you're killing me it's dinner time Dude. Here, and i am just like <laughs> salivate we're gonna have to pause this and come back in an hour after i try to ah, what are you sipping amazing. on what are you sipping on dan well i just came back from a a wonderful, wonderful road trip, which I'll get into here in a second. Um, hit up a couple different cities, specifically in North Carolina, uh, Charlotte and Asheville. Now, anybody that knows Asheville, it's like the craft brewery capital of the United States. Okay, most craft breweries per capita, more than any other city. It's it's not even close, and it's a small city. So, but there are still tons and tons of breweries that are all very, very close together. So, naturally. Over the course of those five days uh, between those and Winston-Salem as well. We stopped in Winston-Salem, old home hometown of mine. Uh, not hometown, but a place I lived for a little while. Uh, so you got to count that as well. So the, between the three cities, five days. Um, the information I will provide you, just, just, just warning you, okay? Before I give you the information I'm about to give you, I'm going to tell you how many beers I had during this road trip, during this trip, okay? Please keep in mind that when I give you this number, this is either, these were not full pours. Most of these were not full pours. We're talking three, four, five ounce pours, okay? When we're in a place that we've never been, get the flight. 
I always recommend getting a flight. So yes, three, four, five ounce pours. There was an occasional full, full pour when we couldn't get the flight, right? But in five days, 54 beers, <laughs> 54 beers in five days. And now that's just what I had. Now, I there were some that my fiance, Shannon, had that I sampled but didn't have. So that number is probably closer to 70 in terms of like tried. <laughs> But 54 beers, again, not 12-ounce pours, not 16-ounce pours, three, four, and five, all documented on my untapped if you wanted to follow along. It was a hell of a road trip. Um, so with that being said, I think my body is was was, was is a little alcoholed and beard out, and I might not make it through the episode if I have beer today. So I just wanted to highlight that. I've got this wonderful brunch breakdown mug still. Shouts to your mother-in-law for this wonderful thing drinking water much needed still dehydrated uh but i will highlight one beer from that trip out of the 54 some incredible breweries twin leaf brewery shot to them in Asheville. love this hoodie but the best one i had was from burial beer company in Asheville. um and the beer is called i get ready for this name things we see in our heads are realities nevertheless <laughs> I'll run that back one more time. Things we see in our heads are realities, nevertheless. Makes you think a little bit, but very interesting. So this was an imperial stout with cacao nibs, roasted peanuts, dolce de leche, shortbread, score bars, Snickers, Twix, Kit Kats, and vanilla beans. We get a calorie count on this thing. <laughs> No, Chris, I don't have the calorie <laughs> count. <laughs> and if I did, I wouldn't want to know it anyways. Um, now, this one was a full pour. <laughs> I, do, I do remember this one was, but it was worth every ounce. I mean, it tasted like all of those candy bars all in one. It was just absolutely incredible. It wasn't overly sweet still, not overly thick. It was smooth. So shouts to Burial Beer Company and the things we see in our heads are realities. Nevertheless, beer of the trip goes to them. So that was my bruise day. Wow. That is, man, I did not expect yeah. a beer to have a fallout boy album, a song title, song title. Because <laughs> right. that's what that is. Like, it's like this Patrick exactly Stump make is. beer now or something. I don't know. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. And I understand why you guys went there in november and not closer to your wedding because jesus christ guys like what shannon we got a wedding dress to get into girl like what are we doing? She, yeah she's thanksgiving's the cutoff for her she was glad to get this trip in before thanksgiving so she can enjoy and that's just the beer i don't even want to get into the food these are also big foodie towns charlotte and Asheville. holy cow we were so uncomfortable physically all the time. We did as much watching, walking as we could to help, but we are in rough shape, my friend. Let me tell you. Oh, that is awesome. I am so, <laughs> I, that is awesome. Dude, cheers. It was great. Bruce Day. Cheers. Cheers indeed to Bruce Day. Cheers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Well, you might as well just keep talking. So uh, get it off your chest. Uh, let's get into this road trip. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just a little bit. I just, kind of went through where we were went to sale we stopped at uh your home state of of, of west I virginia you, i saw you, that you saw that yeah the um endless wall trail mm -hmm. was very cool it's a very cool stop if you're traveling through west virginia going about three hours south of pittsburgh make a stop 
it's worth it for, you know, about an hour, but especially at this time of year, I tell people this specifically, right. Specifically when people are like, do you miss home? I'm like, no, but like, there is this time in like between November and October, like it's October, November between that. It's like where everything is just freaking beautiful. And then yeah. like a couple of weeks later, it all goes to shit because it's wetter now and all the leaves are gone. But like, it's just something like when you're driving through West Virginia or you get a chance to do one of the millions of trails in West Virginia, because West Virginia doesn't have much, but they got trails. That's for sure. And they got yeah. views. That's for sure. Especially at that time of year. So like you doing that actually made me jealous because I was like, <laughs> that's that's like the time that like the, the perfect time to go home to do to just to see something you can't see here and that's like i don't see that here palm trees don't right. change colors right right yeah no and it was it was a perfect time it was beautiful the whole road trip really and then the further we got south like the the more the deeper the colors still got right because it was a little bit warmer down there so great time for road trips in november and yeah very cool stop in west virginia um i mentioned the other cities as well but this was the first time in Almost two years exactly. It was two years exactly since I had taken more than two days off of work in a row. And so I'd been, you know, been using vacation days, but over the last two years, it's been harder to do that, right? Find a reason to go somewhere to get out, to get out of the office, to not even in office, right? To get out of home, working from home for more than that many days in a row. It was just a couple of days here and there. So this was the first time I was really looking forward to like disconnecting from work, Right. Five days out of the office, a seven-day vacation. Very much excited about that. But some advice for some people in the working world out there. Please respect the out-of-office, okay? Please respect the out-of-office. When you receive the automatic reply out-of-office, that person is away right away. They let you know when they're coming back out of the office till this date, right? Typically how it goes. I'll return, get back to you on this date. Days away are days that people have earned to be away, right? To be away from work. And the amount of emails and follow-up emails that I received while I was away with an out of office is absolutely <laughs> insane. I shouldn't have to have this conversation on this podcast. It wasn't one, it wasn't two, not two, not three, LeBron, not four, like multiple. People get the automatic response, but then they follow up days later when they see they see when I'm away till. What are you, are you that illiterate that you can't read? Can't you respect my time away? Uh, like. Do you know what out of office means? Like how often can we completely disconnect from everything? It's so rare nowadays, right? And I don't even just mean work. I'm talking like regular conversations, combos, texts, uh, like personal emails, family stuff, calls, you know, anything. It's like so rare to just be able to like completely disconnect, which is why I cannot wait till my honeymoon because I'm absolutely doing that. That's priority number one. Throw your phone in the um, ocean. I'm doing it. I'm absolutely doing it. So I want to encourage people, go on vacations where you have no choice but to disconnect. Go on a cruise, get out there in the middle of the ocean, go international places, fully get away 
when you can. Um, I'm going to start putting like completely unavailable until this date in my out of office and still like instead of the, you know, with limited access to my email. Apparently that thinks they think that I'm just checking it all the time. Limited is whatever it means in their world. Um, maybe I'll put if you follow up before that, you will be ignored just to like say, don't don't even think about it. Don't do it. So please respect the out of office. Enjoy your time off. You deserve it. You got to use the old Drake meme. The If you're reading this, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> like, it's like if you're reading this. It's too late. I might. But yeah, I might. I might. Oh, yeah. So but it was just a little frustrating that I couldn't fully enjoy the vacation. I had to work for a couple of, you know, a few hours more than I really should have. Oh, man. Yeah. That's the people. worst. That's the worst. Yeah. As you know, I feel like my wife is never off, ever off. So yeah, like she probably can never completely disconnect. Yeah, never, never, never. It's like I think she's off, but it's like I always know that eh, someone's going to call. Someone's going to make sure right. she knows what's going on at work. <laughs> So, you know, but so I feel that completely respect the out of office. Oh, man. All right. Well, I got to get this off my chest, man. Um, So I have been taking meetings with agents recently, right? People hit me up. They're like, hey, we want to represent you. So when they do this, they don't know me at all. And and I'm thinking like, okay, we're going to get to know each other. But instead, they're talking at me. And it's literally the most frustrating thing. It's like, you're supposed to take part of my money, right? Yeah. So you would think that you would try your hardest to be on the same page as me and not talk at me, right? And I've had three meetings and they've all done the same thing where I try to tell them something and then they tell me why that is wrong and why I should be doing this thing instead of that thing. And I'm like, you know, like I'm doing okay without you. So like, I need you to tell me why I should give you 20% of my money. (laughs) 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 And it's the funniest thing to me where it's just like, you would think it would be this big kiss ass session, but it's not. Yeah, It's, It's literally like, they're so arrogant in their way of doing things and it's like I get it you probably have other clients and stuff but it's like all right I'm not in this position where it's like okay I'm doing all these big things where it's like I need somebody to like manage this or I need some I need an agent to deal with these like humongous deals not there yet so like I, I I'm just just flabbergasted by the arrogance of agents and I just have to get that off my chest I don't want to say too much because I don't want to screw myself but I'm just like, <laughs> I, I don't understand why you just would talk at someone and tell that person, nah, you're not going to do this. It's like you would think because there are other ways to massage someone into thinking the way that you want them to think. And yeah. I feel like I could have easily been swayed, but like it didn't happen. And it's just weird. And I'm like, I was just very frustrated after one meeting where I was like, you know, this was this was really, this was weird. Like, did you really think I was going to sign with you after that? Like, yeah. one guy literally talked to me like he was a high school football coach. Like he was like, it was just weird. I was like, this is too much. But yeah. I I bet if the first one, I bet if the first one, you probably thought that was just like that person. 
Yes. Right. You probably thought that was the one time like, wow, definitely not, you know, going with them. But then it just kept happening. And you're like, probably like, what the hell is wrong with these people? This isn't how this is supposed to work. Exactly. I just thought like, oh, I, wow. It's like, I don't need, I, it's like, I need someone to be real with me, but I don't want somebody just to tell me what they want. And then like, I like, no, like you're supposed to work for me. I'm supposed to give you my money. Right. It's, right. <laughs> that's the thing that is just so funny to me. It's like, I'm supposed to give you part of my money. So you should be telling me something, a reason why I should be doing that. And you did nothing. Right. So right. it's been, it's just, it, these meetings are just, are, are funny. So I'm done doing agent meetings for a little bit, but uh, yeah. cause yeah, it was, Holy yeah, cow, man. If that's and I had to get that off my chest. It's just been a rightfully so. It's a weird thing. So give me a little inside. Give me give me a little inside yeah. of the entertainment business. Man, weird. Weird. Not meetings. all glamour. Yeah. No. No. Very just meetings that just leave you like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. yeah. So I had to get it off my chest. Well, Dan, let's get into the main course. We have a let's lot to it, get man. to, sir. A lot. We do. Let's get it started. Um, let's start with Taylor Swift. Um, she just put out her re-recordings of Red, which, hey man, Kanye's putting 30 songs on his albums. Why does Taylor Swift just say, you know what, I'm going to release a, an album from 10 years ago, put 30 songs on it. And the song everyone's talking about is All Too Well. Uh, her 10, mi- 10 minute song about her relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal. And you are a Taylor Swift stan, Dan. Taylor Swift yeah. stan. I need to know your thoughts on uh, what everybody's been talking about this week. Yeah. So that's a long song to listen to (laughs) Um, because she's singing and throwing lyrics at you like the whole time. You know, there's not a long bridge, instrumental bridge or breakdown. You know, it's, it's mostly T Swift just throwing it at you, telling the story. And it's, it's, it's a little intense, you know, it's like this, she's calling it the sad, you know, autumn version of everything and, and whatnot. And I kind of needed to take a break the first time listening through it. Like this song is just going to keep going this way. And I love Taylor Swift, but what are we, what are we trying to accomplish here? We're just rehashing old stuff. And so I was fine with the song as it is. I long. Yes long-winded yes more details of the story with jake gyllenhaal yes but then there's a 15 minute video accompaniment it's a movie yeah it's a movie and and it's it's a movie because i say 15 minutes but the last minute 30 is the credits (laughs) for a 14 minute movie it's a minute 30 of credits like what um i i I can't, I can't, I can't get behind it. I can't get behind it. Um, and as much as I love Taylor Swift, as as you pointed out, this video is just too much. And I'm sure it's it's relatable to a lot of people, even me to a degree. There was elements that are very relatable. Yes, but the fact that everybody knows who this is about. <laughs> And everybody knows that this was like a three-month relationship makes it really awkward. Makes it really 
really awkward that it's not just, you know, a story of a song that she might have made up like she did a lot of in folklore that she wrote these stories or maybe it's about somebody that we don't know. We just love this song. We know who this is about. (laughs) And the characters in the movie are kind of look like Jake and Taylor did 10 years ago, just a little bit, right? Enough to be like, okay, that makes sense. And I don't, I wouldn't put Jake Gyllenhaal on my murder list enough for me to dislike him enough to say that like, I'm okay with this and the movie's great and whatnot. So if it didn't have the movie with it, I think I'd just be like, wow, this is probably just a little too long, Uh, but I'm I'm fine with it. But the movie makes it a little hard to accept. Dude. I I thought we were going to get some revelation, like Jake Gyllenhaal hit her or something. Like I, I don't know what we, what I was thinking that I was going to get from this, but all I got was, dude, like it was 10 years ago and you guys dated for three months. Yeah. And of course and you, you were, yeah. you were like 20 and 21 yeah. years old before and it's you like, like knew. Yeah. And of course he met your dad. That's the one thing in the song that is so weird. It's like, of course he met your dad. You're yeah. 19. Yeah. He's right. 30. Yeah. Yeah. He met your dad. And you're like, and he and he and I guess and it's like he's like, oh Jake, you laughed with my dad, like you're on a night late night show or something. And it's like, so Jake Gyllenhaal's a nice guy. He was nice to your dad. Yeah. So he's as charming as we all think he is. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and, and then the video and then in the video, the so annoying that girl says like a hundred times, you didn't even look at me. And I'm like. And he's like, I was with my friends. And they say that 50 times. So yeah, shouts to whoever wrote that piece of beautiful work. I was like, <laughs> they literally say the same thing a million times. Yeah. Are we advancing them- this argument at all? And then they really didn't. And they didn't really never like, no, never finish it. No. He just got up against the sink and he was like, hey, 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 Like, oh, everything's cool now. Sorry. I just, and you put all this time and effort into something in 2021 for this. And I'm like, make new music. I don't know. Like, I just, this whole re-recordings thing, I'm just, I got why she did it, but I'm now yeah. like, I I don't need any more of this, Taylor. I don't. Like, and this was yeah. just the icing on the cake for me. I'm good. Like I'm in favor, I'm I'm fully behind. I love the re-recordings and, and things like that. We're hearing some things in a different way. I do love it. It's very exciting. Um, but like I said, if this if this was so many other songs, it could have been um, um, many other songs that had a ten minute version with a video. It, it probably would have been received. I would have received it better. And not that I'm like Team Jake Gyllenhaal, but there was a report that he's like mortified over this that he can't believe that this has come up again over what he considered a fling for three months because he was 30 yeah and he like that's how things work (laughs) when you're 30 um and that you know she basically paints this picture of him again and now that it's in like video format everybody thinks that that's how that those conversations in fight went whether they did or not we don't know but that's what everybody thinks now and he looks like an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> he does. But he, you know, that's just that. That's a lot of relationships. That that fight happens so with so many people, and probably the same exact one. By the way, you were yeah. with your friends for the first time. You have no. We've we've most of us have been down that road. But now that you like paint this picture of 
Jake Gyllenhaal and Taylor Swift. And that's how that went. I was just like, Ooh, this is, this is not pretty. And I didn't need, I didn't need this 10 years later. Yeah. And it's just, you know, Taylor has been this person that it's like, Oh, woe is me. Kanye's coming after me. Oh, woe is me. Like Kim and Kanye or whomever it is that's coming after me, Scooter Braun, Justin Bieber, whatever. And then it's like, you go out of your way. Jake Gyllenhaal somewhere asleep, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just chilling on his couch, not paying any attention, and then all of a sudden, what? Th- a three-month relationship? What three-month relationship do you have that you're like that, that affected you that much, and nothing happened? Like, I, uh, right. listen, people go through stuff, whatever, but still, I, I just have a hard time feeling for like you just being you just describing a three-month relationship in 10 minutes and i'm supposed to be like it sounds like a three-month relationship that you had when you were 19 yeah and now you're 30 something i yeah yeah it was just people saying that that's their anthem i guess people relate to i i don't know i felt i feel sad for taylor swift i'm like come on man yeah like come on what are we doing right right yeah exactly and i think that's and it's and i've defended her so many other times before but yeah it was just like it was just so much extra i think yeah it was just it was just too much with it if it was maybe it was just the song maybe we're not having this conversation maybe people aren't talking about it as much right but the video on top of it (laughs) That's just really, you know, intense. And again, it's, it just seems like rehashing unnecessarily. And again, you, she needed to re-record and re-release the albums, all good stuff, throw 30 tracks on there, but to like pinpoint that song, go 10 minutes with a 15 minute video. Uh, I love you, Taylor, but didn't, didn't need this. Didn't, didn't need this one. Hard for me to defend you here. It's very hard. Very very hard <laughs> yeah yeah let's get, get back to some 1989 vibes let's let's uh, that give me that and then let's go let's move on let's yeah let's move on. <laughs> yeah that should be the next album let's move on <laughs> seriously because i am just like i am not in on i'm just anything taylor's done over the last like couple over the over quarantine since basically since the pandemic yeah. i'm just not into like I, yeah. I, I appreciate her for doing the folklore and stuff and the everyone more stuff. That's fine. Like do what you want. But like, I need, I, I need you to do something different. You and you and Jack Antonoff, like being in the woods, not taking showers and making music is, doesn't <laughs> do it for me. Like it just doesn't like, right. Well, everybody yeah. wants to know if she can write, if she can write songs when she's like happy all the time. And that might not say like a fair question, but I think it is because people Oprah asked that to Adele. I know it is a she's fair like, question can you, in your mindset. Now that you're like happily, you know, in a relationship, do you think you can start writing now? And she's like, I hope so. <laughs> Everything's been sad. She's like, I hope so. It's a legitimate question. And I don't know if, you know, Taylor's got to go through some more heartache to keep writing the jams. I don't know. Dude. How, you, how sweet was that Adele special though? Oh, it was awesome. Oh my God. It was, was awesome. so cool. We, we were on vacation, but we made time to watch that. I, yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. God, that was so cool. <laughs> like that was, that, that was so awesome. And I just love that. Uh, have I ever taken you to Griffith Observatory? Have I ever taken you there? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I thought so. I thought so. Yeah. We were, we walked around the outside. I don't think we, we didn't go in, but yeah, yeah, we were, we went up there. Yeah. I thought so. And uh, yeah, it was just funny that like the whole audience was just every celebrity you could possibly see. <laughs> Every celebrity possible. And there Shannon is not goes, one. Shannon goes, I wonder how much the tickets were to that. And then they panned in the crowd and it was like, it was like, it's like every, yeah, every celebrity possible. Every I was celebrity. like, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Like, cause me and, cause I don't when, think they paid for this. because when they came in with like the first shot, we were like, who, how do people stay quiet about this? Like who, who yeah. got these tickets? And then yeah. they, the first screech is Ellen. And then it's Lizzo. And then like 30 minutes into the special, it's Drake dancing to Rolling in the Deep. Yeah, and you're just like, <laughs> you literally, it's like Melissa McCarthy sitting right here. It's like, yeah. there, there were just random celebrities everywhere. Leo DiCaprio <laughs> was there. Random. Like it was just, all right. So that's what it was. But I thought the funny part for me was just like, there is no place that like you will not see a celebrity more than Griffith Observatory. If you're looking for a celebrity, <laughs> you will not see them there. Like you will never see a celebrity at Griffith Observatory. And I'm yeah. sure there are people from out of town who are watching that thinking, you know, that's where I got to go. That's where we'll see the celebrities because they watched that Adele special. I'm telling you right now, there is no place that like, I, I'm sure that when they got the ticket that was like Griffith Observatory on it, they were like, uh, so it's just like rich people, right? Like, it's not like, no, there's no normies there. No, there's just like, there's not going to be any regos yeah. here. No, like I guarantee it. Cause Griffith Observatory is just like the, it's literally like the place where everyone goes on a school field trip. Like there's school buses there. Anytime I've been there, there's kids running around <laughs> everywhere. It's like, there's just, yeah, but they make yeah, it look amazing a, on TV. It's not a stop on the TMZ tour. Uh, <laughs> no. Most certainly. <laughs> certainly not not gonna start me i'm sure they saw the ticket saw griffith observatory they're like i know where that is but how do we get there yeah exactly <laughs> they're like i know that place but uh, i'm never but, going there yeah right <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's get into our next topic dan uh i sent this in the brunch breakdown um uh d- group chat and it is amazing mm-hmm. love cloud vegas it is a plane that charters it's a jet that charters jets to nowhere for uh, people who just want to join the Mile High Club and just bang on a plane, uh, it's $995 for couples for 45 minutes to get busy while Blake <laughs> flies them. I just love they gave the name. Of course. It's, Blake yeah. flies them. Captain what do you Blake. think about just a Mile High Club jet that you can rent, of course, in Vegas, which is... Of course. What, where of else course. are you going to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Naturally. Uh, of course in Vegas and yeah, they offer, you know, ranges what up to $1,500 for an hour and a half. If 45 yeah. isn't enough for you. Um, red satin sheets. There's a sex position pillow, uh, a twin mattress. The ki- captain Blake wears noise canceling headphones. By the way, the captain wears headphones anyways. He has yeah. to be, he's not just up yeah. there like with his is so Anyway, yeah. so that he's probably telling pilots, people that. Yeah, pilots don't wear AirPods, guys. I don't know if you knew this, but yeah, we don't. No. Um, this is weird. Yeah. This is really, really, really weird. Um, <sighs> I wouldn't be able to trust this company, this pilot to... I would have to be the first one, the first passenger, the first customer... And that would be it. And I've, I, everything after that, I don't trust what's going on here. And it's just, mm. no, that's weird, man. Even on a private plane, 
even if you told me the pilot was behind three doors, I don't know. I don't know. They're up there in a twin Cessna. Like you're not up there in a jet. It's <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a little, I love the Vegas idea in part of it, but I don't think I'm desperate enough to, to throw down some cash to, to make it into the club. Yeah. Uh, when I saw how big the plane was, that's when my whole thoughts went away from this. I was like, <laughs> because it's like, you're kind of having sex with the pilot too. It's like, you're right. There. Yeah. Like it's, it's a small plane. Yeah. This isn't, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. This isn't in any of the movies. This isn't uh Snoop Dogg in the back of the plane. <laughs> this isn't, um, Austin powers yeah. in that spinning bed. In the, it, it's like the reason a twin mattress is what's on the plane is because that's literally all that can fit. Absolutely. And yeah. they say that. So think about that twin mattress, maybe a few inches on the side. That's how big the plane is. Yeah. Uh, Dan, when's the last time that you slept regularly on a twin mattress? <laughs> so, uh, definitely college. Yeah, definitely. Definitely college. Yeah. Yeah. Been a while. Like, seriously. College. I remember when I got my first college apartment and there was a full bed in there. I thought I was swimming in my bed. Like I thought I was, it was, I was like, dude, I should never like what I have a bed this big. This is wild. Right. And just thinking about going into the sky to bang on a twin mattress. No, I'm not. No, I'm too old for that. I'm not twin mattress. No. Yeah. My twin mattress days are over. That's that's done. (laughs) No, you hit a certain age. And twin mattress and twin mattress lovemaking is over. That's it. Like yeah. you have to end it. And again, the fact that it's on a, you know, in a small plane. So any sort of turbulence you're feeling it and whether you're yeah. causing it or the wind is because by the way, you're in Vegas, it's a little windy there sometimes. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> this is one of those things you talk about with friends when you're drinking, you know, for a happy hour after it's getting late or Friday, Saturday night, whatever. And you're like, I got a great idea. And everybody like agrees with it and thinks it'd be genius. But then when you wake up Sunday for brunch, as yep. we are here, um, and it talk about this idea sober before the mimosa start going, it's like, well, would you actually do it yourself? Mm-mm, no, no, probably not. But Captain Blake's got the, he's got the business plan rolling and. It seems to be, it seems to be working for now, right? As gross as it sounds. My favorite thing about lovecloudvegas.com, if you want to check this out, is uh, it tells you, they gives you the definition of what the mile high club is, which I think is hilarious. Wow. If you're already on lovecloudvegas.com, you know what the mile high club is. And it's just funny that it's like the mile high club or MHC is slang for the people who have sexual intercourse while on board a flying aircraft. I'm like, guys. Yeah, thank you. I didn't think you just stumbled onto that. I think you had an idea before you ended up on that website. Yeah. I think you're right about this, though. I do think that this was Blake and his friends had an idea. But the thing is, Blake has a pilot's license. They put a lot of money yeah, into right. this, I think. <laughs> and I hope yeah. it goes well for them. But I don't think it's going to. I don't know how, because like you said, the first one, okay, the first one is the way you do yeah. it. I don't know how many people are going to be like, yep, shelling over nine ninety five to uh, get in some twin mattress that a bunch of other people have been in. Yeah, like even if you tell me it includes, it's new sheets every time. I'm still like, <laughs> no. I don't, 
I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, because <laughs> that's a small mattress still, and yeah, who knows what else that's absorbing. But it's yeah, is the price is the it, what do you think about the price? Nine ninety five for forty five minutes. That's a is good that, price. See, I think that's the I think that is a good price because I think you have it under a thousand. People spend tons of money in Vegas, whether they're gambling or whatever. This is just another thing yeah. that you can spend. Like, because you can go to Vegas and spend a thousand bucks like very fast, faster than oh, yeah. you can anywhere else. People will take it. So mm-hmm. I like the price. It's just the experience is not something that I would. I just the plane's got to be bigger. It's got to be a better plane. It's got to. It yeah. can't be. It, it can't be that. <laughs> it just can't. No. Be, it can't no. be that. And that's probably why it like they offer up to an hour and a half yeah. for fourteen ninety five, which makes it an even better deal. But an hour and a half, see, you know, sounds like it could be a long time, but because you're on a twin mattress, it's probably going to take some extra time and adjusting. That's probably why it's not like up to an hour, you know, and you know, an hour is good. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah. I need to, I need also, to get used to, or like a break. You might need a break and be like, this mattress sucks. Okay. Let's try again. <laughs> well, if we go, what if we face this way? And yeah, that's probably what it is. There's probably a lot of playbook going on in that hour and a half. But you're really not really making it to the mile high club for maybe a half hour of that. Yeah. It's like, would you go, would you pay a thousand dollars to have sex in a dorm room in the sky? That's what you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's what it. Asking. With, with the roommate, uh, a sheet curtain away. <laughs> Can't forget that too. Wearing quote unquote noise canceling headphones. Sure. Oh God. The college experience in the sky. For $9.95 <laughs> with Blake, your roommate. Whew. Oh, boy. God. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the next thing. Uh, Emilio Estevez has joined Kyrie Irving and Aaron Rodgers and, uh, I don't know, some other people who don't want to get the COVID vaccine and are throwing money down the drain. And Emilio Estevez had a great career. He doesn't have Kyrie Irving money. He doesn't have Aaron Rodgers <laughs> right. money. Like Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving can, right. you know, at the end of the day, say what the hell they want because they have hundreds of millions of dollars. Like they can do yeah. whatever the fuck they want. Emilio Estevez, sir, you need that check. <laughs> you need that check, sir. He uh, most certainly needs that check. Yeah. As many times as Mighty Ducks one, two, and three want to replay on the, the Disney Channel and on Disney Plus and whatever he's getting from that, he hasn't been around. No, he hasn't been around very much lately. And this has resurfaced him uh, to the forefront of a lot of, you know, younger fans and nostalgic fans like us. And he's walking away from season two, what ended up being a really good series that we all enjoyed. We don't like reboots and stuff like that very much, but uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers was one. And now he's out season two, right? Walking away. He was good in it. I think that's the weird yeah. the funny part about it was because like I had my reservations about him being in it at all. I just wanted a whole new cast, but like he was actually good in it and his character was actually like kind of fun. And I was like, yeah, oh, so it sucks. He's out, but um, who's going to replace him? Who should replace him? What old, what, cause somebody from some classic member has to replace him. You would think so. Right. Yeah. They can't bring in somebody just completely out of the box. Like, and you, but you have to ditch the romantic side of the relationship mm-hmm. with uh, with what's her face because you know Charlie Conway played by Josh Jackson. I don't think the the, the ages might not match up because 
Charlie Conway and Gordon Bombay probably had a good 10 year gap between them. So yes. maybe it's a Taylor Swift, Jake Gyllenhaal situation. Who knows? Um, <laughs> three months. That's about how long that series, you know, over time lasts. And maybe we'll have a song about it one day from Charlie Conway um, and movie, but a separate movie, but he's like the, the automatic one. Yeah. Right. He wasn't in, he wasn't part of the reunion episode where some of the cast members came back. He wasn't part of that. Um, so this is kind of a, and I don't know why we don't know if he was asked and said no, or they just didn't reach out to him or what it might've been, but you need somebody with a little bit of a namesake still. Right. And people know Joshua Jackson for things other than Charlie Conway. Yeah. Like he's working. Seems like- I, I thought yeah. he wasn't in it just cause I mean, he's like actually active and Busy. working and in stuff. So yeah. Yeah. So that seems like the obvious one. Um, Goldberg is drugged out. So he's off the list yeah. that that certainly won't work. <laughs> unfortunately um but who else any other like previous cast members that you can keenan think of keenan come (laughs) on russ tyler (laughs) let's bring russ tyler to run the to to, to run the rank let's go like or or do some or something i i would love for keenan to be to be that guy that would just be it would just be fun it would bring a whole new element to the show i think it would be fun for russ tyler just be like wait russ you live here still all right why not cool and just just figure it out because you know i just think that would i think that would be fun but joshua jackson's obviously the one so josh if you're listening to the brunch breakdown we need you to join mighty ducks game changer season two it's yeah, time you gotta save the series man you gotta save the series yeah. because yeah because you uh, need it you know, that's was, was, yeah you do yeah you do you need that role um and you need somebody that would hopefully yeah have a connection to the team like adam banks he was back in the Reunion episode didn't age all that well. Um, no, no, no. It wasn't necessarily even a great character in the original one. No. Like as, a, as an actor, it wasn't. So I don't think that uh, that would work. I love the Russ Tyler angle. Um, maybe you go, maybe you go into D2. You think D2 and you, you bring back Wolf, the dentist Stanton, the coach from Iceland. Okay. Maybe you really do a throwback and go deep into that. And then so show his like softer side. You know, because he was kind of like the reverse of what they did with Bombay. Yeah. Bombay was a good guy, good coach, whatever. And then when he came back to the game changer, he was kind of an asshole and then softened up towards the end. Maybe it's kind of the reverse thing going on there with Wolf the Dentist Stanton. I can't imagine that guy's busy. No, you know? I, I can't <laughs> imagine he's busy either. Uh, yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do here, but like it's just got to be someone and they got to throw it in because I like the show. For those who haven't listened to it, like I who haven't watched the show. Mighty Ducks Game Changers is good. Like it is, it is really good. They put out those pictures that made us think the show was going to be the worst show ever, <laughs> and it's actually a freaking fun show. So yeah, yeah, man. I have one other suggestion. Go ahead. That might work. I think you can because if you want, like, because like you said, you need that role. Yeah. Right. So I'm trying to somebody think of somebody else that maybe wasn't on the original cast that you could somehow tie in and still fill that same sort of Gordon Bombay role, maybe Gordon Bombay, maybe Bobby Bombay played by Charlie Sheen. Emilio Estevez's actual brother, a little bit wacky. It all fits Charlie Sheen as your new coach. Problem. Do you think Charlie, (laughs) (laughs) do you think Charlie Sheen is vaccinated? Oh no! Yeah, definitely not. 
Like, no, you're right. Because that is a great. That's where that list has to start. There's no way. Like that is a great idea, but like, there's no way. There's no, no way in hell Charlie Sheen is vaccinated. Like, you're absolutely right. There's no way no, in there's hell. No chance. Yeah. There's no, no chance. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Thought we had one. Sorry. I, that was a really good one, but then reality sets in, and it's like we're talking. Yeah. Charlie Sheen. Back to the beer. Things in our heads are reality. <laughs> realities, nevertheless. There you go. <laughs> Always comes full circle. All ties in together. Yes. <laughs> well, Dan, what do we got for brunch court? Let's get into it. Dan's going to give us some oh, random man. foods or food items or drinks or whatever that uh, we are going to decide if these are good or bad or right or wrong or somebody should go to jail for them. We'll decide. Yeah. Brunch court. <laughs> Let's get into it. Brunch court. We've got three items on brunch court today. So let me uh, make sure we share the screen so we can, our fine folks, folks and uh, can join us as well with this. Um, here we go. Can you see what we're looking at here? Oh, I see it. <laughs> Whoa. So what we have here is Kraft macaroni and cheese flavor packets okay um these have been out in canada for a little while uh and they will be but they will be launching in the united states in early 2022 mm-hmm. and what it is is it's a flavor enhancing packet like powder basically just like the regular cheese is in craft mac and cheese anyways but it's a flavor boost and the three flavors they have are ranch pizza and buffalo. So it's a way for you to enhance your mac and cheese, put as little or as much as you want in this. Um, Didi, I want your I want your initial thoughts as you how you are as Daniel Dudley today as a mid 30 year old. But I want your thoughts also as a child who ate this stuff probably regularly often as I did and kind of what you think there. OK, so me as someone in let's go to college. Cause we used to buy lots of Mac and cheese in huge boxes, like the one you see there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would have been all about this. I would have been all about this. <laughs> we probably would have mixed all three of them together, got sick Ooh. and all that shit. Cause there's guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> Cause honestly, it's not that crazy. It's Buffalo ranch pizza. I eat Buffalo sense. chicken. You know, I, I eat Buffalo chicken pizza all the time with ranch on top. Yeah. So that, I, I mean, these boost packets would be great at that time. Now, to me, as 36-year-old me, um, yeah, this doesn't seem like a good idea. It just doesn't. It doesn't seem like a good idea for my stomach, you know? But Mm -hmm. um, maybe if you've got a stronger one, cool. I wouldn't trust it. Buffalo. I don't know if I could do the buffalo packet with the (laughs) magazine. I don't know, man. I don't know. See, now that's the one that I think I'd be willing to try the most right now. Pizza freaks me out. Pizza flavored stuff. Yeah. It can be a home run or it can just be a complete strikeout and a big miss. Yeah. Ranch is safe. Ranch is safe. I think that would be good, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious about the Buffalo nowadays. Um, I, 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 Canada has been rocking it. <laughs> Dude, Canada <laughs> goes it works for there. it, man. Yeah. Um, this is yeah, going to work child, here. 
as a child, I, yeah. And you know, growing up, yeah. Even in college, like you said, all about this, this is like, what's taken craft so long. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's more of that, like what's taken them so long to, to get around to these. I think it's genius. I would have loved it. It like makes you, you can turn these things into a meal. You add a little chicken. You mentioned Buffalo, uh, Buffalo chicken pizza. You can basically have yeah. that. You add a little chicken to your Mac and cheese. And then mom doesn't think you're eating macaroni every day. You're adding, you know, a little bit more protein to it. Uh, pizza, you throw some pepperoni in there. It's a game changer. This is a game changer. There's a reason we're doing this when Chris isn't on the episode, by the way, <laughs> as you can tell, we're not getting into the health, you know, the, the negative health, uh, effects of this. Cause there are plenty, no doubt about it. So Chris, we are thinking about you, but we just don't want to mention it right now because it sort of could be delicious, but yeah, as a, uh, you know, mid 30 year old, it would be a little dangerous to be trying it after a night out of drinking Oof. much more willing and probably would maybe want to do it and completely regret it within the next three to eight hours. Uh, yeah. but at least they'll be willing to try it. That pizza flavor. Mm. A little scary. That was a little scary. That one. I don't know, yeah. but the, yeah. the ranch packet, I mean, that's craft already makes that like, that's the friggin' salad dressing. Like you make the salad dressing ranch pack. Like that's there. That's Hidden Valley every Ranch, that's Hidden Valley ranch uh, yeah. with a craft. Yeah. With a Mac and cheese logo. On that's it, what that probably. is like, that's, that's just what that is. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I, yeah, I'm against, I'm, I'm against this now, but for a certain age group, this is, this is key. So yeah. shouts to craft. And again, for, for who it is for, that's what I have to keep in mind. I'm going to say, even though the pizza kind of freaks me out, I'm going to give the approval, the thumbs up. And the reason I also like it is because you can control how much you put in it, right? Mm. It's not just like they're selling it where it's mixed in with the cheese packet and that's the flavor you get. You can do a lot. You can do a little. I think it helps you control it a little bit more. So for that reason, ingenuity, thumbs up to craft. <laughs> I like this. it. <laughs> All right. So first item up, that was, uh, yeah, that was our first item up. Oh boy. Oh boy. This one, I'm, this one, I'm fascinated. I, we have to remember to bring this up to Chris. Okay. We, we, we have to remember to bring this one up. <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated of what, what he thinks, but, and I love how this is all live. You haven't seen these <laughs> for anybody listening. I've not seen and them. Chris typically have no idea until maybe the minute before we go on air that they've seen these. Um, these are from our good friends at hostess who make all of the fun, uh, you know, snacks and treats and stuff like that. Donuts, donuts, they make, these are jumbo donuts. So, you know, they make the little ones. These are jumbo. These are more of like basically a donut. <laughs> you call it a jumbo donut. It's a donut. <laughs> um, but they're called boost caffeinated jumbo donuts. These are legitimately caffeinated donuts. Okay, two flavor varieties, caramel macchiato, which looks looks like a glazed donut just from a visual standpoint, and chocolate mocha, which looks like a chocolate cake donut with glaze, glaze on it. Um, and there's an amount of caffeine equal to one cup of coffee. I yeah, reason we need to get Chris's input is because he hates donuts, but he loves coffee and yeah. he needs his caffeine. So I'm very curious as if this would change his opinion at all. But Daniel Dudley, talk to me. Talk to me when you think I've never heard of this. This is so fascinating. Caffeinated donuts. I need this right now. I've already been looking <laughs> on my phone. As soon as this picture went up, I was like, how can I find these things? I don't know when I can find these things, but I guess someday soon I'll find them. But like, I need these in my life right now. 
Like, <laughs> I love the flavors. I yeah. love the fact that it's got one cup of coffee inside the donut. I, I don't know how you do that, but whatever, <laughs> and still make it taste good. But whatever, I'm. I need to try this. I need this in my life. So, Hostess Boost, let's go. I'm. I'm over the moon on this one. <laughs> like a donut that packs the power of coffee. Come on. Yeah. Like what? Like I, I, coffee and a donut in one. Come on. All for it. It's it's wild, man. It is. It's genius. And the yeah, the fact that it is a, a full cup's worth of caffeine, uh, of coffee, caffeine in the in the donut, not a half, not a cup of green tea, nothing yeah. like that legitimate and i'm sure there's enough other sugar in there to cover up any weird flavors that it has and i'm sure it's delicious hostess stuff is delicious i don't care how bad it is for you it's freaking delicious that's their job and they're good at it and this is genius this is absolutely genius i'm so in favor of this i need to be on the lookout for them all for the taste test on the air might not be good to do it at the time that we record on the east coast but (laughs) you know i don't typically go caffeine after maybe three o'clock but um I love it. I hope there's more of this to come, more flavors. I will dig and see if I can get some information for you and our listeners about when these are available, where they're available, et cetera, et cetera. But be on the lookout because this is a game-changing item in the breakfast category. We're here for brunch anyways, right? And we're oh. we're welcoming this to the table. I'm I like I, apparently you can get them at like hostess website and I'm going to buy them. So yeah. That's happening. <laughs> That's happening. Merry Christmas, boys. I'll probably send some to you guys. How much could yes, they possibly be? Please do. If you can do it. Yeah. Let's, yes. Yeah. Could be. Merry Christmas. Oh okay. There we go. Wow. I love this one. Wow. Yeah, dude. I love yeah. that one. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. Uh, last one of this. We got a full episode of uh, yes. Brunch Court here today. A really full one. And very interested to see uh, what you think of this. Last one. We've got Thanksgiving coming up. Typically pie season. You're a big fan of pies. Love, dude. I was just talking to Siobhan about that just recently to go get my favorite pie of all time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, this may have to be added to that list if you're seeing it on your screen. Right now, you might not be able to judge the size of this, but it looks like a Reese's peanut butter cup in the shape of a pie with somebody slicing out a pie slice from the Reese's peanut butter cup. This is not zoomed in this isn't mini forks mini pumpkins mini plates this is a nine inch over three pound reese's peanut butter cup out for thanksgiving in the shape of a pie well it's in the shape of a reese's peanut butter cup you're supposed to eat it like a pie thick layer of chocolate on the top thick layer of chocolate on the bottom a huge filling of peanut butter in between again out for thanksgiving now from the wonderful people at Reese's Didi. We've just, we we're not far removed from Halloween. Reese's cups went number one in our Halloween draft by me actually. And I think many others would share the same. What are you thinking here? Nine inch Reese's cup pie. How could you hate this? <laughs> like if you hate this, who hurt you? Like if you hate this and like, you don't have like a peanut allergy or some shit like that where you can't where you physically can't eat this or your body will reject it. I have no idea how you hate this. It is just a giant Reese's cup. They should sell these at Halloween. 
I'll be throwing this in yes. trick or treaters' bags. Like that one person who has the great costume. It's like, you know what, kid? Hold on one second. <laughs> you get the big boy. <laughs> like yeah. you, you, you get the big Reese's. Like th- that is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. I, I, I imagine the only reason why it took them so long to do this is because, um they couldn't manufacture enough they had to figure out the way to get the cost down because this is such an easy thing yeah to do and but i bet it probably just costs a lot and they figured it out but like man man honestly if you hate this who hurt you who hurt you this is what i'm with you we get another clean sweep here yeah i'm completely completely in favor of this it looks amazing it sounds amazing i'm sure yeah they had to get the texture right and everything with all that peanut butter and make sure it all fits together and that you could slice it without the thing just crumbling and it looks like it does that beautifully you think nine inches that's big for reese's cup it's not big in terms of a pie but like it's also just completely (laughs) peanut butter and chocolate you don't need a large slice of this okay so just think about that in terms of slicing up this pie that you just need a a thin slice of this here because it's intense, but it seems amazing, delicious. I got to get my hands on one of these for Thanksgiving too. It's like, I'll bring the pie. And then you show up with this and everybody would be happy. And it's the story of the year. I, wow. 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 Shouts to Reese's you guys. Big win. They've done it again. They've done it again. Yeah. What a beautiful brunch core, Dan right that was nice <laughs> tried to provide some wild stuff and i had a, I had a i wasn't sure which way you were gonna go on some of that and that's why i'm dying to get chris's opinion on some yeah. of these as well but you know we're in, in, in favor we're not always usually in favor of some brunch court things but went out on a limb there and uh had a clean a good clean sweep a lot of a lot of wild stuff and we've got more more to come we've got holiday stuff coming up some thanksgiving stuff uh, that I'm excited to share in the coming weeks as well. So that was brunch court. Oh, beautiful. All right. Well, let's get into what we are listening to, Dan. And you were on a road trip. So I'm sure you were listening to a lot of something. So you must yeah, have a yeah. good playlist. So I'll let you get started. Go for it, man. Yeah, a lot of good stuff because we happen to go on a road trip on a week where there was a lot of great music released. And uh, Didi, I hope I'm not stealing this one from you, but it's from my boy, our boy, Alan Stone released his newest album called Apart. And oh, if you don't know, you better know. We've been on this bandwagon for a while, our boy so Alan Stone. And this, uh, since 2012, honestly, we're coming up on 10 years of uh, Alan Stone. And this album might be my most favorite of his, like from front to back, start to finish, complete since his self-titled album in 2012. Everything else has been really great, but I love how this album flows. Um, and it's just, it's incredible. Uh, the one that is probably get you know getting the most attention and probably will, it might get Alan Stone some radio play, which he's so overly deserve for for a long time is the single with Alessia Cara called Bet I Made. And when I saw her name featured on the song with Alan I'm like, oh, yes, the song is going to be amazing. These two voices coming together and it did not disappoint. Um, 
may add a few others there in there as well because the whole album is great but uh alan stone check out the whole album but definitely gonna put bet i made with alessia Carr on the playlist this week dude i okay so i will say about this album i hate like acoustic versions stripped down versions of songs i'm not a big fan of them i don't really like them and that's basically what this whole album is different interpretations of his songs but oh my god it's so freaking good like yeah. it just it, it, i can no longer say that i hate when anyone just does this because the songs are in the songs are different this even goes into like our covers conversation yeah. that we had a couple weeks yeah, ago yeah 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 like the songs are different like bet i made doesn't sound like bet i made on you no. know on the album no this sounds this is a completely different song like it dude because it's that's dangerous to do because you could you could yeah. make every song worse yes but he found a way to do it where it made it unique enough kept the integrity of those songs but made them unique enough to stand out and be like wow yeah. this version is also incredible yeah i i love it i dude i i yeah i i will add a song for the for the for the playlist from that too so just you know yeah, know that good, good, all good. right um i am going to start with uh Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack put out this evening with Silk Sonic, and I really, really like it. I really, really like it. I want them to do another album too, though. I will say, I want them to do another album, which maybe they did because okay. this song's nine songs and it's thirty minutes long, so there's time. Um, yeah. yeah, I want them to do another album where, like, because you can tell that Bruno Mars is steering the ship on this album. You can tell that he is. It's it's like very 70s inspired, all that stuff. And it's cool. And I, I like it a lot. But like I want him to do something like newer and just like funkier and more like Anderson Pack style. And then Bruno just comes in and just sings his ass off because like that's what I yeah. want him to do. And I would love yeah. it. But that's a long tangent to go to the song I'm putting on the playlist. Fly as me is incredible. I love this song so much. And it's just it's Anderson Pack just killing it and Bruno is killing it. And um, yeah, and also I want to put put us put on a smile as well too because that's just like Bruno killing it and just all the Bruno Marsy ways that he can just just take over a song and yeah. so yeah put on a smile fly is me Silk Sonic I'm I I love this album we were waiting a long time it felt like for it right yeah it did because and so well, it was like thirty minutes <laughs> yeah it it really did like it made me, it made me think that like they literally had the album done when they put out leave the door open but then yeah. leave the door open became like one of the biggest songs of the year and i think they yeah, were just yeah. like well let's just ride this out like, i honestly think yeah. that's what happened because like it you know it seems like yeah like you guys this thing's done like you guys were done with right. this album it's right. 30 minutes long like you were done like you For didn't sure. just do leave the door open and you're like all right let's make the rest of the album that didn't happen guys yeah like, <laughs> uh next one up for me uh another a band, a band, a favorite band of mine that released uh, their fourth full-length album, "Walk the Moon." Uh, the album called Heights. I think I featured one of their earlier releases. It's been a few weeks now, um, and some of them been getting a little bit of radio play. But the full album finally out called Heights. And same thing with Alan Stone. Honestly, from start to finish, we listened to this album maybe two or three times on the road trip from start to finish to really get the full sound and feel of it uh it has the it, it hits the heights it's got the jams it's got the laid, laid back ones a little bit that uh walking moon's been accustomed to too but they're not you know too slow or too boring there's a really fascinating song in there uh where he's kind of 
um, how do I even say he's not talking. He's, he's sort of telling the story, but in a, in a vocal way, that's kind of fascinating, uh, and different. Um, so I'm going to add heights on the playlist this week. I'm going to add, I'm good on the playlist, maybe another one, uh, as well, but I encourage people to check out the full album. It's, it's super, super good. I was a little worried by those three songs that they released (laughs) a little while ago. I was like, Oh no, I don't know if this album is going to be great or not. And they surprised me. And, uh, thankfully it is. Cause usually you try to release some of your, that earlier single stuff, right? You want a heavy hitter to come out first. And now bands nowadays are releasing like half the album. Yeah. And then you realize that back half of that album, when it comes out is probably not going to be any good. Yeah. But thankfully this wasn't the case here. So walk the moon. Yeah. Um, shouts to walk the moon. Okay. I'm excited to listen to this because I like walk the moon. So I'm excited to listen. To yeah. This. You should enjoy it. Um, another, uh, one of our favorites, Charlie XCX. Uh, she has an album coming out on it's like it's like March 9th or something. So I don't know why she's like, oh, dropping the first single here, but whatever. I'm sure Coachella <laughs> has something to do with that. But anyways, she put mm-hmm. out a song with Christine and the Queens. New Shapes. Yeah. Holy shit. If if you love pop music, this song like is perfect. It, it is just I just love when someone's like, I'm going to make a pop song. And I'm going to make the poppiest pop song. I'm going to do it. And it's going to be awesome. And it's just, this song is great. The hook is great. The sounds are great. Everything is just amazing about this song. Like it's, it's, it's one of, it's definitely one of my favorite songs of this year for sure. And because I just, every time it comes on, I got to listen to it like four times. I can't just listen to it once. I gotta listen to it like four times. Like it's so good. And I love Charlie XCX and Christine and come on, like new shapes. Check it out. Yeah. Dude, that's a great pick. Great yeah. song. Uh, two people coming together that you probably wouldn't pair up. You know, you wouldn't think that would pair up, but it, it made magic. It yeah. was really, really good. Love it. Uh, last one for me is from my girl, Blue to Tiger. She's back. It seems like every time she puts out a song, I'm throwing her on the playlist. That's because <laughs> it's really good. And she did it again. Um, and this song is called Blondes. And back to the story about um, discovering her and how she's unique and stands out and how she writes music is that she started learning how to play music on the bass guitar, which isn't all that common, especially for somebody with vocal talent. That's typically not the instrument you pick up, but that's where she started, then realized, oh shit, I can sing too. Um, and then learned all the other instruments. And this song goes back to that. It's led with that bass guitar and it just drives the song, which is unique in in pop music. It's just not really a common theme and she's got a you know unique style to her voice and I love it and this song does that exactly that. Um you really got to kind of think and strip that back and think what am I listening to here? Vocals, bass and then that track that kind of lays it underneath that and I love the way she layers it also. Blondes from Blue to Tiger. Nice. Nice. All right. Yeah. Uh my last one my last one here is which one do I want to pick? I got one. Ooh, All right. Okay. Spin the wheel. Going with Tate McCray. I was going to go with another one, but I'll go, I'll, 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 I'll hold on to it. See if I still like okay. the song next week. But anyways, <laughs> Tate McCray feel like shit. Here's the reason why I'm putting Tate McCray on here. I love freaking Tate McCray. Like I, her voice, I think is so cool. And just where anytime she does a song with someone, she just completely washes them away because her voice is just better than everyone's. And so I'm happy (laughs) on this song that is just 
feel like shit. It's great. And it's not that she has like some, it's not like she has some like Adele type voice or something where it's like, yeah, or Jennifer Hudson type crazy voice that you don't. It's just this really cool tone that she has. And it like reminds me of like, I don't know. It reminds, it reminds me of like how like, like T-Boz from like TLC doesn't have the strongest, craziest voice, but like her voice was just so freaking cool. And it just mm-hmm. cuts through all of those records where it's like no one else can sing that song except you. And that's how I feel about Tate McRae. So Feel Like Shit is the song that she just put out and I'm uh, going to put it on the playlist. Excellent. Strong playlist this week. Oh, big time. Big time. Heading into the, you know, the holiday week. Anybody, Chris, people like Chris that travel a little early for Thanksgiving, heading anywhere, yeah. enjoy yourself. Check it out it's on sure. Spotify. That'll be up. It'll be up when you're listening to this, probably, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> on Friday, it should be up on Friday. Check it out, uh, Sounds of Brunch on Spotify. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, Dan, this has been fun. Just me and you. It has been, man. Just, yeah. just the two of us. Just we, the yeah. two of us. <laughs> we made it work. We make it happen. It's always a good brunch. Oh, man. Uh, any final thoughts? Uh, the road construction in this country is absolutely ridiculous. And so, I'm calling on you, uh, Mayor Pete, Secretary of Transportation. <laughs> get this shit fixed. Because we were in delayed. Every leg of our trip got delayed, got delayed for construction. Every single one. And it's driving crazy. So just a final thought. Check out the videos of the brunch breakdown on Instagram, on YouTube, everywhere, because that's going to be one of them for sure. We're calling out. <laughs> You're going to so, cut that one up. <laughs> that's absolutely going to be one of them. So <laughs> it's the brunch breakdown. We're out. <laughs>